Hi, welcome to Barmy Army Podcast. I'm joined this evening by Shane and by Natalie. We've had a late substitution. Jake's decked out for the evening. Mm -hmm. He's go hopefully going to join us next week. Nat's joined us. Um, there's good stuff to talk about. There's clearly some not so good stuff to talk about. We're going to reflect on the last two games. So we're going to talk a bit about the Brighton win in the league uh, on Sunday. We're going to talk about the Liverpool defeat today. Uh, and we're also going to look ahead to um, to Spurs. So that's the plan. Let's check in, guys. Jake, uh, Jake, I've got Jake on the brain. He's not even with us. Jane, how are you doing? You know what? I'm all right. Okay. <laughs> I need a, need a little bit more time to get over this afternoon, I think. But, uh, yeah, I'm all right in the grand scheme of things. Okay, good. Nat, how are you doing? Yeah, same. Um... Well, good news is coming now. I see it as good news anyway. Uh, Maria Edwards is going on loan to Blackburn. Um, for me, that's really good news because she's 17. She's she's above the. She's just she's our best player in the devs. And when I watch her, she reminds me of LJ. So we all know how LJ killed it in the um, championship. Obviously, you know she's not going to get the service that she got. She, it's going to be tough for her playing for Blackburn, but. For me, that's good that she's going to get minutes against fully grown, you know, women in the championship. Yeah, it's part time, but for a 17 year old, that's fantastic. So that's a good bit of news out of today <laughs> for me. She's joining up with one of our former players in Charlotte Newton. So it's going to feel like a nice little home for her, hopefully, you know, and hopefully. We've got some good evenings. Uh, I think I've just scrolled up, but I think that was Ian, John, Mark, Namrata, Jake. Hello, um, also John as well, and uh, the Dom's with us. Um, Big John. Let's stick to positive. Let's talk about Brighton, okay? Um, maintaining our unbeaten run in the league, and mm. a win that felt felt comfortable in as much as they didn't create. I don't think. Brighton created a whole load of chances. We weren't out of sight, but it was more of our own making. We invited pressure before we put the game to bed at the very end. It's sort of the last last five minutes, really. Um, but we came out of Sunday quite positive, I think. Nat, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's like you said, it wasn't... I mean, we made it our own sort of issues. It's sort of like the Birmingham game, but we didn't concede in a way because... We went up early on and then just sort of sat back or, you know, missed a few chances. But apart from maybe one time, uh, Brighton never looked like scoring. It was just simple. It was just seeing it out. It was training ground stuff. Um, and then, like you say, Tobin came on, got that assist. Beautiful. Um, and, yeah, Russo just scored a fantastic goal. And like you say, it was just... You just see it out stuff, and that's what you need in this um, in this uh, kind of you know this league. We need to beat the big, the little teams. We can play well against the big teams. It's the little teams. It's the games like Brighton, where yeah, we won four 0 but away from home we we drop points. So it's games like that when they make it tough. And I mean, City dropped points to them. So for me, that was a good good three points for us. And you know. Hopefully, you hoped it would have set us up, but yeah. 
Um, you may have noticed that Nat actually got carried away with herself there. And I think Kristen Press's effort, according to Nat, didn't hit the bar. It went in. It was only 3-0, Nat, but it clearly should have been no, at least four. She said four. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, maybe not. You know what? We won. Three goals, three points. No, we won 4-0 last season, yeah. Last season we won 4-0. That was nice yeah. and easy. Jane, what did you make of the match on Sunday? Uh, no, it, it was nice um, to come out with a clean sheet because it's been a while since we've had one of them. Um, it, like I said, I think, I think all round it was comfortable. Um, I was probably more relieved when we got the second goal just to probably put it out of reach for him by that point. I think at 1-0, as we've proved in the past, that 1-0 is never a given and the other team's always got a chance of coming back yeah. into it. Um, and the longer that game went on at 1-0, the more they would have come at us to try and get get the equaliser, um, which is probably why we ended up scoring the second when we did. Um, and then by, by that point, then you bring in Tobin on uh, and Christian a few minutes later and that's it then you know you bring someone like that on against tired legs albeit they're probably short match fitness but you know from, from the 2-0 point we, I don't think we were ever going to lose that game or at risk of dropping points yeah John Fry makes the point here we need to be more ruthless this is something that plagued us last year it's certainly plaguing us right now we need to be more ruthless in front of goal we set up chances try to walk the ball into the net but need to score more that that intention we almost have to, to play the perfect or to have the perfect goal to almost the Arsenal goal, I think somebody referred to it as maybe maybe on Sunday. That willingness to to have everything so precise to not take a shot, and certainly today I think there were times when it, it really really went against us. But these games where we're not clinical enough, we are relying on the opposition being poor enough to not take their chances. Having said that, Brighton are a tough team to break down. Shane, correct me if I'm wrong, that's the first goals they've conceded in the league this year. Yeah. Okay, we're only three games in, but still, they've gone to City and held City. And we would have... Yeah, Mark makes the point. We've said it. Mark said it during the watch on. We're trying to walk the ball into the net. Um, if we are going to go to the next level, we have to be able to put these teams to bed comfortably. And we'll come back to today because I think today's a case in point of how we've still got a lot of work to do. Um, but Jake's also saying, let's look at the positives. We put three past a team that kept clean sheets against Birmingham and City. Now, some could say keeping a clean sheet against Birmingham, bearing in mind first was it first game of the season, not such a great achievement because Birmingham were all over the place. Now I know you've got a, an affinity for some members of the Birmingham. Yeah, but against City when they've got Ellen White and Chloe Kelly and all this stuff, yeah, Brighton are a good side. So in a way, actually, that win against Brighton in isolation was a better result than perhaps the performance gave it credit for. Yeah. because this not scoring enough, not being clinical enough, we rattled off at the beginning, before the season started, we were looking at our forward options and saying, yeah, this is Namrata, this is today's thing. We look at our, our points about who we've got as our forward line. We've got Kristen Press, we've got Lauren James, we've got Jess is still in there. 
Alessio Russo, as out-and-out strikers. I'm not even talking about Jane Roth in terms of play, who started today. We have four strikers who could have made a real difference if any one of them had been fit and ready to go. So we have this depth, but they're just not fit and ready yet. We've got to get through, I think. We've got to get through these next few games until these players are ready. Shane, what are you saying to me in the comments? Bryson proved last week there won't be pushovers. So three, yeah, you know what? You guys both had the um, the unfortunate opportunity to spend an evening in Brighton last year in a one-one, where we were. I don't know what was worse. I don't know what was worse today. I mean, obviously today we've lost, but there was something. There was nothing against Brighton. There was nothing that game and. I think there was a bit more today, and I know you just I'm just interrupted you, so I'll call it a program. Okay, let it feels like the elephant in the room today, okay? Because we can dance around it. You know what? We beat Brighton 3 0 at the weekend. Great results, three goals. Some players have got their debuts, looking good. We're still struggling with injuries, okay? We don't have a lot of options, certainly in the back line. And the midfield doesn't look flush. But going forward, if we can get people fit and get minutes in them, we can start to look good. But that's a couple of weeks away. We've got players that aren't even making the bench right now. So it is the elephant in the room. And we're not going to keep it out for much longer. I'm not even going to say what I'm thinking. Now, go on. Um, for me, I think what's the Barmy Army... Um comes after and I know it was brought up but I don't want to use that as an excuse because I agree with what everything that Casey said after a pre they wanted it more and the minute they want it more then you're in trouble because that's half the game done if the team want it more than you they're gonna pretty much win it because you know there's that grit there's that determination and they're gonna win the second balls no matter how much talent you've got if they want it more that's them winning the game pretty much nine times out of ten, unless you can pull it round, and we didn't. Um, but for me, I know I don't want to say this, and this is an excuse, but this is an excuse. <laughs> Fans there would have been different. Um, and I say that in that we would have gone 1-0 up. It would have been electric from the start. Their, their keeper wouldn't know how to handle us. She would have either been behind us straight away or not. Who knows where we would have been. We would have probably had our own away end. Uh, the atmosphere, they would have known, you know, Tobin and that, they would have come out, not saying it's their fault, not saying it's anyone's fault, but everyone would have known what this means because they wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say, they wouldn't have dare done that, done that in front of all the fans. And I think there was a moment when we all went mad and I went mad myself. I know I was a bit behind on the stream, but it was when Tobin was getting pulled back and it was a penalty. Clear day, penalty. And she didn't give it. And I think that would have been a catalyst. That would have been a moment where we all would have been on the rest back. We all would have been thing. Tobin probably would have gone even wilder than what she did. You know, when I just feel she would have felt us then. And a game like a derby needs fans. That's the biggest game. You know, even if Liverpool in a championship, Liverpool Man United is the biggest game. And I feel like, you know, it might be unfair to Liverpool saying this, but they've not got fans like us like that. It matters that much. And Casey even said it before. We know it's a derby when the fans are there because it's just... Oh, this, was the point. 
I, I know on the fan cams, I, I asked, did the lack of fans make uh, make a difference? I'm just going to pick up a couple of comments. We'll come back to that, Shane. But before these scroll up my screen, um, Fiona says our full squad, when we, whenever we get there, is stacked. But the best players are not there yet with fitness and chemistry with the team. Uh, Namrata says, Casey's got the same issue as, as Emma. Too many new signings. Not sure where to play them, but also not enough of them are fit and ready. John comes down to this point. Fans needed in grounds as soon as possible. He's a fan of stock car racing and they're still having fans at the stadium. I don't, not always understanding why there's a difference. Mark says that fans are needed um, and then goes on to say it's a big game, not only for the club, but for the fans. It is massive. Um, Jake, we have to remember no game is an easy game. Games like today show why we need to take everything seriously. Can't be assuming we get three points. But as a group of fans, I think, and Shane, I, th I think we, we talked about this on the fan cams, it's not just the boost we give to our team, but it's potentially how we can get in the heads of the opposition. How much of an... I, I'm not... I, I don't think that we should be an issue. I don't think that we should be an excuse or an explanation. But as a hypothetical, did it make a difference? Did it make it easier for Liverpool today? Without us there, yeah, in a way, yeah. And uh, look, forgive me, because I don't want to. I don't want to drag up old ground and stuff that's sort of water under the bridge. But you can go back to that game last season, yeah, where you've got in the week leading up to that fixture, you've got Liverpool's manager dropping in media columns, whatever. We've heard about their fans and how disrespectful they are. So one week leading up to the game, we're already in your head. You're yeah. already thinking about us. You don't necessarily have to give a damn about us until you're in the ground, but you already do give a damn. So just by virtue of that, it affects them. They, they, they were prepared to get stick when they walked out of our ground. And had we been there today, like we were meant to be there in January before that game got called off because of the pitch, they were ready for us then. We had an away end. That's how much they knew what the fixture means. And that's just not them being scared or anything like that, because I don't think they're scared. But... They know what it means to fans, uh, and that's the effect fans can have on games. You, you, you've seen some of the men's fixtures that have been going on during the restart, and even to a degree now. There's clubs who you hear the commentary will say, "Oh, they've usually got the you know this stand here is full, and they're, they're bouncing for 90 minutes plus, and all that malarkey, which is what you get typically with fans in men's stadiums." And these teams are getting slaughtered on their own patches. I, I, I go back to our game against. The, the men's game against Lask in the Europa League when we did them there, but that's 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 different. <laughs> that's not that's not relevant as much. But yeah, look, we, we'd have all loved to have been there today. And yes, would we have given Liverpool players stick? Absolutely, because you want to get into the head. You want them, they're running around the pitch. You want them to be thinking, oh God, if I mess up here, they're gonna they're gonna give me some for doing that. So yeah. you know, you almost you're pressuring them uh, and as fans I think that's kind of our job to do yes you support your own team and that comes before anything else but if you can influence a, a downturn in performance for the opposition as well all for it absolutely all for it um, John says the penalty that we should have had I, I, I'm assuming referring to when Togan was pulled back we'd have all been screaming for a handball might have got into the ref's head potentially um, in terms of getting into people's heads, Fiona says we always struggle against the lower teams. 
Must be something mentally. Uh, and Namrata gives us a score update. Okay. Um, bigger boost for them that we weren't there or bigger negative? No, it doesn't quite sound right. Was it more of a boost to them than it was a problem for us not being yeah. there? Because I'm yeah. also thinking when Molly Turner makes that rugby tackle, yeah. does she make that if we're there thinking, oh, they're going to be on my back? What you I know, I know that they had a meeting, right? Before we had our game, they had a meeting. Think about it, right? You're saying that we're in there. They had to have a meeting about coming to LSV. I know that Lionesses have had meetings because it's not not all of us were going. Only three of us were coming up to support them. They had meetings about it. Like, oh, right, these people are going to be singing and it's going to be 90 minutes and did it. And they're having meetings. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's the impact. But the thing is, like what um, has just been said, who said it there? Uh, the mentality, Fiona said it. It yeah, is it's been a problem since the minute we stepped into the Super League. I even think we sort of had a problem with it in, um, um, in the Championship because I think we played Arsenal in the semi-final um, of the cutting team and we were up for it. We played really well there and then we went to play Reading who, yeah, it's not Arsenal and this and that, but we went to play Reading in an FA Court quarter final. We'd beaten West Ham, we'd beaten this, we'd beaten that. And I just, the energy, the levels wasn't there and the, the concentration wasn't there. And I don't know, you know, whether we go into teams, I saw Namrata say it and think, well, we're going to win here, especially when we go 1 0 up. Especially yeah. when we go 1 0 up early. I mean, it wasn't that early when Abby scored, but, you know, Br uh, Birmingham 1 0 up early. Uh, Brighton 1 0 up early and it's just we go 1 0 up and we just take our fingers off the pulse yep. for some reason because we think oh we've got it now we've won it's Nat, in the bag Now, very quickly got a question any tips on watching the girls if you're living in Canada so similar to US time zone potentially anything from five to about seven hours back um, get, your up, get your pints go cheer them sing your United songs can, is the FA player um, available in, in Canada, do we know? I think so. I think it's, it's worldwide as, as much, isn't it, I think? Get on the FA player. Mm. That's the advice for you. Um, Jake makes the point that actually today would have been absolutely brilliant for Liverpool. They're not used to having any support. It wouldn't have been any different for them. It would have been different for our girls. Uh, Namrata says, thank you. Here's another score update. Danielle Turner with a goal for, for, for Everton. Um, John's asked here, John has asked about what did Casey say after the game? If anybody hasn't seen it, go and check it out because she's, Shane, we were talking about it just before Nat came online. She was angry. Rightly so, but she let it be known. If, if I had a, a bleep button right now, then I'd, I'd say what I really think she was thinking, but she was peed off and you could hear it in her voice. It, the one thing I look at, she, I think she's come to that interview after probably spending 10, 15 minutes absolutely letting rip on them because you could just hear it in her voice. There was raw anger there, you know, in, in, and I don't blame her, you know, and I think, you know, as a manager, sometimes that's what you need to do, but particularly when you put that performance out in a fixture of that calibre, <laughs> you've got the whole thing as a manager, you've got no choice, you have to go in on them like that. It's a wake-up call. Uh, but, she, 
there was words at the end that she used and which sort of stuck in my head a bit and it was we've just told the rest of the league we can be beaten mm. and wow, to yeah. expand on that not that i want to dig us a hole and push us further down into a grave but to expand on that we've just been beaten by a championship team and i appreciate two seasons ago we were liverpool in that position we were the lower team and the underdogs and we were beating the top tier teams but you know, we we, United, we relish that. <laughs> so, from our perspective, that was great. But when you're the ones on the receiving end of it, it's horrible. And <laughs> you don't you don't want to be advertising the fact that you're going to go down there and get beat like that to the teams when we're trying to push for top three. Whereas teams who are going to control games more than Liverpool did today, who where our best sometimes will be to get a draw against some of these teams. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, prime mm-hmm. example. And that's that's the strange thing that we've often found with with this team. They're great against the top level. So you look at our performance against Chelsea, and that has by far and away been our best performance this season, I think. You look at how we played against Birmingham, how we played against Brighton, how we played against Liverpool. And we got we've got two wins in in, in those in that run of fixtures. And yet we didn't play anywhere near as well against Birmingham and against Brighton. Today we were just shopping across the pitch. I don't. I think it's one of those where you almost want to say, "Let's just, let's just throw a blanket over it, move on." It it would seem to be impossible for them to have that bad a collective performance. We hope anytime soon. Um, but it's that mentality sometimes with us, and also teams when they're physical. Because other teams in the league will watch that performance today and other teams will pick up something. So Casey's absolutely right to say what she said. Um, People talking about Casey's response. um, Namrata saying that Casey's subs, she didn't care. I genuinely think Casey was hampered in terms of who's fit. That's the way we were talking about it on on the the watch along. Somebody there saying... Go on now. The way I see it, right, Everton are winning now against City. They beat Chelsea. And, I mean, our best performance, like you've just said, was Chelsea, and we got 1-1. Their best performance was Chelsea, probably this one now, and they're winning them. And, I mean, we were told when Willie left, don't worry, he's not this, he's not that. Yeah, he's a good manager. I always thought he was a good manager, but don't worry. They're not going to compete with us. Look at them, look at where they are. We're going to be above them, this and that. We're both going for the same things, us and Everton. And, yeah, it's just a start. They've not really had much, but they've had Chelsea. They've had the playing City now. You know, City are in good form. I'm not sure. Apparently, Bronze and all this aren't playing, so fair enough. But And it's different when it'll be in the league. But like what she just said, we've shown now, can be beaten. And it's not a team like, I mean, I know we just played Birmingham, but like Brighton with dead physical against us, and they mentioned it in her, um, Namrata saying Everton playing their B team as well. Um, yeah. Brighton were physical against us, and they mentioned it and they said this and that, and she was like, yeah, there was balls in, and she said a bit about defending then. And there's a bit of, you know, again, balls in the box. She said that furnace that we've already talked about her, and you let her free twice. And she punished you twice. And I just, I think that we've got a great attacking and we've talked about it, duh, 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 this and that, this, that and the other. Even midfield's a bit stacked. But 
defence is the weak point and I think we've not got Anna and we just the minute she was out <laughs> she would just look like a different team and it's so yeah. mad and she just fall back but we just look like because she's got that drive she's got that passion and I know I'm not saying that none of them haven't got passion but I think you know potentially hopefully she's back for Saturday that's how desperate <laughs> I, yeah. I feel to have her back yeah um I'm guessing anybody who didn't make the bench today is going to be struggling to make Saturday's game they're not you know space of 48 hours it's going to be asking a lot for them certainly to start may may, may get minutes on the on the bench but um uh, Fiona's asking a point here Oh, well, making a statement. Do you think Casey's prioritising the league over the Conte? Yeah. She, she was she asked was. that in the lead-up, wasn't she? There's an interview with her that MUTV did before the game, and she was more or less asked. And her, her answer actually wasn't a categorical, I'm here for everything. It was... There was a pause. Look, her, her, her words, if you say them literally, were the league is the priority. Yes. I don't necessarily yeah. think she ultimately meant I don't give a stuff about the Conti Cup or anything like that. I'm only caring about the league. But in terms of your list of goals or targets or whatever, then the league and uh, presumably getting into the top three so that we're playing European football next season yeah. is the priority. If you get mm -hmm. a cup to go on the side of that, then there's a big bonus there. So she's not saying we're not going to try in the cups today yeah. may suggest otherwise but I don't think that was intentional um but yeah she, she said her own words were the league is the priority so yeah. Yeah. and actually I think we as fans we'd love a cup now go on for me it's not I get why she's saying it you want to get Champions League that's the aim bomb that's what we all want we all want that but for me I look at it right and Everton like I said I don't want to go back to them but they're playing this they're playing a cup final that stuff boosts you it's not a, just a, oh, forget about this game. We're playing last year's cup final, Nat. Don't start no, me on with this year's squad. And the beating thing today. So we've got to play them. We've got to play them. We've got to play City now. And that's the only way we're going to get through, beating them too. But if we were to play out of that group, we were going to have to beat at least one of them. That's not a new thing. And we have had, you know, the... I, I genuinely think, you know, the question about are we prioritising today, are we putting the league over today? I genuinely think if we'd have had a full squad, we'd have had a raft of changes for today anyway. And I think yeah. we've literally... And, and actually, maybe that would have had a different performance because you've got players proving themselves. Maybe that team out there today is too comfortable knowing I'm fine for a couple of weeks because there's nobody knocking the door down. Maybe. Um, just a couple of... Uh, some comments. Um... Namrata, as much as it pains me to agree with you, absolutely, absolutely, um, not good, but got a lot of faith in her. Um, and then also says it's too soon in the season to throw away a cup game for Champions League places. <sighs> I don't know. Today just felt like one of those. We just didn't. There was nothing there. There was no fight. There was no. But this is where I think fans would have put that in them from the minute from the minute they came out warming up, they would have known. Right. <laughs> because we would have watching it. the minute they come out. See, we would have seen in that we would have seen in Vicky's bus and let them know as well. So everyone would have known. 
We'd have been in there, Shane. We'd have been in Vicky's bus. We'd have we had the have. flags hanging. We'd have on those windows. Shane. I know, but that's you watch. Welcome to hell. Watching, watching that game today, did it look like a Man United versus Liverpool match? Just from what we saw on the pitch, I don't think it looked anything like it. That one back at Lee last season looked every bit of a United Liverpool, especially in the second half. I know Mark as well will we'll, we'll repeat what I say, but yeah, we always go back to that Amy Turner tackle because it epitomised everything that that, that fixture's about. She went, she did not care who she went through, but she went through them and she won the ball and rattled them and we won the game. And and we didn't win the game because of one tackle, but that, that's that's the level you need to be at in that fixture. I didn't see any of that today. No. Jake... Maybe, kind of... maybe out of Millie, but I want Millie doing that 20 yards further up the pitch. Yeah. I, I said this on the fan cams, Millie did it almost out of retaliation because she'd been put on the floor by the same player. If she'd have got up and chased the 20 yards out of the box and then put her on the floor, I'd be like, yeah, good on you. You know, you, you give her one back. You let her know you're not going to stand for anything. But don't do it in your own box. Please don't do it in your own box and give them a free pass like that. Because arguably, that's that's what's ultimately put us under in the game. That put them 2-1 up. Yeah. We're then chasing for a game that we have to win. No, we don't have to win because we're 2-1. No, we have to win because it's Liverpool. So you have to win at 0-0. Or one nil up, you still have to win. It doesn't matter what the score is, you have to win that game. No matter the competition, no matter the injuries, you always try to win against Liverpool. Um, yeah, and that's what was just so disappointing about some of those passages of play, that there just didn't seem to be that bite and that hunger. And there was no one... To, this is something we've talked about with the men's team. Um, not on podcasts, fan cams, or anything like that, but just between ourselves that you want someone to go in and rattle the players. And I asked on fan cams, who's going to lead? Because I'm not seeing that we have anybody on that pitch that will rattle the players, that will stand there and say, come on! The way that we will, as fans, we'll scream at them, come on, get going. I don't see that on the pitch. I don't see it in the men's team either. But there's a lack of a shouter. Yes, we've got a captain and Zelly's coming back at the moment because she's got to take her her, her comeback slowly. Um, but you look at our experienced players and you put somebody like age-wise and in terms of internationals, Jane Ross is in that category. Hayley Ladd's in that category. Abby McManus. I'm taking out Heath and Press. They're new to the team. I'm not seeing someone that's going to say, come on, get going. I think we missed that character. And that's why when Namrata's saying it, we we are easily bullied off the ball. So Millie lost the ball first, and that's why she had to make that tackle. So mm. we haven't got that leader, I don't think, on the pitch. Nat? Usually Earps could do it, Namrata says. Yeah. And yeah, that is usually Earps. People were saying Earps was telling Millie where to blood to run. Versus yeah. Chelsea, you know, so and so, she's on your left, she's on your this. And I'm going to be controversial. People might hate it, people might love it, I don't care. Not had it since Alex. That was the last person that, you know, and I don't want to dwell on her. Like I said, I think honour is level, I think honour's that player. But 
we've not had it since since Alex. That's I used to watch the championship and she Yeah. That that was it. She was her. She would tell them. She would get angry like us. I mean, remember when we were playing lose? Um and we were about like three nil up or something, and she literally went to fight with the girl. <laughs> and we were, we were we'd won the league, it was everything. She went to fight with that girl. And yeah, I've not seen it since since Alan. I don't know, it's something that you can't buy, you can't teach. Casey but talks about the same time, I think the fans, I think they just they have to because the fans are there. Um, um the honour was shouting at Tooney. I'd question that Tooney could understand heavily accented. Um, uh, but, but yeah, people are agreeing with you here now. Um, Fiona makes the point that if we've got a leader, they've got to deliver. Don't just want someone shouting the odds and then not performing. Um, on today's... Can I also say one thing, Deb? Go on. One thing. I Maybe this is again about things. Sorry, I'm really cutting you up. But Casey, she's sitting on this water bottle now or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Casey is usually up and down that touchline, up and down, and she's in the bloody fourth official space as well. And even when we're there, I'm scared of Casey. I look at yeah. her now. I'm not saying that, I'm not, but I just get up. I don't know. I don't know. But I, when I, she's I patrolling, that. That, I have I that don't know. Friction. I don't know. I might just put in two and two together and get 135. Um, Shane, your, your thoughts on us lacking a real leader at times to rattle the team. And when we go 1-1, when we're 2-1 down, to say, come on, get in the faces. Yeah. Um, I, I do think we are lacking. I mean, look, I, I don't mind having Katie as captain. I know it's almost been a bit of a controversial choice, but Clearly, Casey thought she had what she wanted in a captain to lead the team. So, mm -hmm. we don't see what goes on in training uh, and outside. All we see is the 90 minutes in the ground on the football pitch or at the moment on the TV. So, we don't necessarily see the full picture of it. In terms of on the pitch, I won't deny that you don't see what you'd expect in a pitch leader, if we want to call it that, where like a, a keen for United or like a Vidic or Rio at times, Gary Neville, someone who is going to run 50 yards up the pitch and go and give someone absolute hell because they've misplaced one pass yeah. because that's the standard that they that they won't accept. No business being that far up the pitch if you're a defender, for example, but, you know, Gary Neville will go, bang, I'm coming for you. And if I'm coming for you, you've done wrong. Sometimes they just look at you and you'll know you've, you're going, oh, all right. Rooney to a degree, although Rooney was better at it when he wasn't actually captain. Um, yeah. But that's, you know, in a game like this, you know, if you had someone who's doing that role, they wouldn't have stood for it. Uh, and maybe that's what we need. We, we, we need. If it's from the existing crop of players to step up and, and put themselves in that role, you don't have to be told to do it because... You know, in some ways, you should just give a damn enough that you don't feel that you can't do it. If you don't think someone's right, go and tell someone. Because yeah. the ones on the touchline will appreciate that more, that you're doing that off your own back, than them having to go, hello, is anyone going to speak up here? Yeah. And maybe that's why Casey's a bit more sat back at the moment, because she wants to see who's going to come out and, and do it. 
you know, yeah. she, she's like that said, every every game, she's up and down the touchline and, and in the officials' faces. Maybe she's going, do you know what, I'm going to see who's, who's got the bottle here. Who's going to, you know, she can't handhold them through every game in that respect. Yes, she can make mm-hmm. sub-changes. She can change things tactically or positionally. But she can't be there shouting everything every game for 90 minutes. That's and what that, you have on the pitch leaders. Yeah, and 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 the, the, there's, there's some comments that have come. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pick up all of them, actually. and Some of them are great. But sometimes that leader holds you to account on the pitch. But Casey, yeah, she. any manager will say, I can't be responsible for those players on the pitch because they've got a job to do. And today, none of them did it. Um John says maybe Casey can't patrol due to COVID. I know that's something I said. Fiona makes the point that Casey might not feel the need to stand there because there's no fans swallowing up the sound. That's one possibility. Nah! Jake thinks that Jess could be captain. Mm. She shouts. Um, Shane, you and I were behind Mary's goal at West Ham. Now, let's not talk about that match, but you could hear Mary telling her defenders where to be. So she does communicate, but that's as a goalkeeper communicates, not as in, come on, get going. That's, that's organisational. Yes. That's not. Yes. So when we're saying about Mary, yeah, that's the example I'd have of her, really just being a goalkeeper and, and, and controlling her defence and positioning people. Now, you're going to jump in then. Just in terms of... Um... Casey, the comments of her, she might not need to feel this, she might not need to do this, it might be because of COVID, but I've seen managers up and down the touchline still without COVID, wearing masks, you're so fussed. I feel like, I don't know, I mean, I mean, this is obviously just being brought up because we're losing. She was sitting on the water yeah. bottle and winning, no one had a problem, but right. he knows that we pick little things, and so obviously... And it's these little, like she says, fine margins, and I just feel, I mean, I know I don't bang on, this is a not, but it's the fans, it's that, it's little things that are different from last year, and, you know, people, I've just seen them right, saying regular starter, but if anything, you were saying about Mary and the way she shouts, and I think Mary, now that we've got no fans, Mary is the one, G in the mo- Mary is the one, you know, I remember behind the goal versus Chelsea and Tooney hit the post and then we all thought it was in and Mary jumped up and was punching the air and was like, yes. And yeah, it didn't go in, but that's the energy. Mary bring Mary is the closest one to us, really. And so she she would, I'd rather appear Mary still shouting from the opposite side saying, Tooney, cross the ball and do this and get in the box because... There's a reason, though. There's a reason why keepers are rarely captains. They're not. It's not easy for them to communicate down the pitch. Certainly, you're talking about when the play. Now with that hands, probably is. Okay, so the whole fans issue, I think, has, has has reared its head again in the last few days, because in this in this country, we are now at a point of. Certain events are being held in arenas, okay? And that seems to have triggered an outpouring of why why not football? Football is open air, supposed to be safer. Within the last 48 hours, there's been a number of petitions that have gone online, gone on Twitter mainly, saying we need to get this brought in front of Parliament. We need to get this brought up. And that's now crossed the threshold. 
Now, am I being hopeful here? Or are you seeing that there's a bit of a groundswell where something could change before think, before the six months that we feared? I now, I thought that six months was for other things, but... Six months, there's no point coming back, the way I see it. I mean, obviously, I would come back, but six months <laughs> would make it about March. The season finishes in End May. What's the beginning of March, yeah. What's the point, you know? Um, and even then, you saw, looking at... I mean, that the, what really got me was the letter, the joint letter where the Premier League, the EFL, the FA, Women's Super League, et cetera, et cetera, all put in and said, like you said, it's great that you're coming back to the O2 Arena, 4,000, 5,000 fans. But what's the difference? We want some continuity. We want some consistency. Um, you're selling everyone to come into cinemas, but cinemas is indoors. The cinemas are showing Premier League matches. What yes. is the, the need in that? People are able to go into like bars, um, club clubhouses, bars of uh, Macclesfield or somewhere, yeah. and put all the money in there, but then, then the curtains have to be closed of the pitch. It makes yeah. no sense. So I think little things like that have triggered people. And what football has said, actually, all of them have said, right, we've, we've got extra precautions in place. So you're saying to us, it's not safe. You know, the way that they did the test events wasn't safe. That's because that's what it was. Because the test events were supposed to be successful, which, as far as as we all know, they went successfully. And then it was supposed to be October, but you pushed it back, right? And whether it's because of the it went up a bit, but you pushed it back, but then you let in these indoor things happen. So what the Premier League have said, we've got even more thing, and we're prepared to work even differently, you know. So for me, I think there's so much money in football that the Premier League definitely have. And they are they want it, they want a roadmap, right? And so I think they're pushing it and everyone's just whatever they do will do. Um so I think I wanna say December, but then they're saying second wave, this and that. Who knows? Who knows? I think you could see January, February, maybe, come back, you know, thousand fans, each ground, build it up percentage of each ground I don't know I can see it though before March because March what's the point in my opinion that's my opinion obviously I will come back no matter whenever but March April May what's the point three months it's not worth it I think it'll be January February you might see fans. you could argue we missed we missed the last three months of last season so if they bring us back in March we've got three months of this yeah. season <laughs> yeah and Jonathan Ball just said a legal challenge that's what i can see because if they're allowing the o2 and all this stuff it might take a big team going boss yeah it might yeah but and I, that's think, what I, think, I think it will shift when the liability becomes too big to cope with because if you're having an event indoors I mean, i'm being hopeful now and actually today more than ever showed me we do have a value and that game wouldn't have been at two o'clock if fans were allowed in. Let's make that point as well. Yeah. But would have been kicking off probably now or at least yeah. in the last fifteen minutes. We won't be having a podcast. I can tell you that on a Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. But I think it's shown that there is a value to us, not just to boost our team, but to get. Now you and I discussed this on Twitter about if we're getting into the fans' heads, the other team, the other team's fans. What are we doing to the players? Maybe today was a case in. Right, yeah. let's move on. Let's 
Saturday, 12.30, we'll play Spurs, who may or may not have somebody making their debut for them. Um, obviously, we know that the, um, the TV will focus on that, but I'm guessing we're not going to have too many more players back from injury. I'm guessing we're talking a similar squad to the ones that, that played today. Shane, what do you think? What are your thoughts ahead of that match? As a as a follow on to today, but also the fact that we won our last league game. Yeah, if you'd have asked me this this morning, then I'd have been like, no, I don't want to come across as it being in a braggy way, but I'd have been all, we'll win. But you know, it might not be comfortable. It might not be plain sailing or easy, because I don't think I don't want to be cliche, but I don't think any game is easy. Today proves that point. Yeah. But I'd have said we could win. Having seen what we saw today and knowing that the squad selection is probably going to be in and around exactly the same crop of players, not necessarily the same starting eleven, but at least the same, you know, match day squad, if you like. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm less confident. Yeah. I'm still holding on to that bit of confidence that it spurs, we've beat them four times, let's go and beat them again. Um, but, but not, uh, you know, if they turn up uh, and we're, you know, half-arsed or, or not fully at it again because it's in the morning and they've travelled down or whatever, you know, that spurs could do some damage to us. Yeah. There were times um, last season where I thought spurs would probably be more of a challenge than what those games turned out to be. And yeah. I don't want to discredit Spurs there because that was just my perception of them coming up and how they performed up to that point. I thought that, you know, that they'd have a better running against us than, than they actually did. It turns out that first game against them away, much to their manager's disagreement, we, we, we should have had that game 6 7 nil in the first half, in the first 10 minutes even. But yeah, yeah. But 3-0 um, flattered us, of course. So, do you know what? I'll take a flattering 3-0 win again on Saturday. Namrata's chosen her front three. Jake has his thoughts on the Tottenham team. Um, and Shane, Vincent's got a message for you. <laughs> <laughs> People are putting in their lineups. Um Yeah. I yeah. have to agree with uh, Dan Fry. Swap Tooney for Lucy. I would agree. Um, John Ball saying that players definitely need to respond with a proper performance. Um, I... That's what I think. I think. I think. Hanson and Bolton were rested today to, because they're going to start. I think yeah. that's, a, that's pretty much a given. And it's about then whoever's fit. But we need players back. We need competition. Vincent? <laughs> um, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I, for me, Deb, I think it's just... I am optimistic um, for the Spurs game. I think what they will take up to They won. They'll take optimism that they've just won and we've lost. Yeah. But I take it as you can't come out and do that again. That's what I will take as. They, 
she will not let them do that i mean and if she does this is when i say she i mean gaffer casey yeah. then she knows that it's her head on the line really isn't it and, and that sounds horrible i'm not saying she can get sacked or anything but it's on her this is on her yeah the she picks the team. She's not got a lot to pick from. But also, those players have got to know if they don't perform, certainly midfield and forwards, they're under threat. Once we've got players back and fit, you don't perform, you're out. And we've got quality to bring in. Um, Russo up top, she's not a winger. No, I think that's safe to say. Jane, Vincent says yes. Thank you very much. Um, John Fry, 3-0 against Spurs. Nat, what do we say? It's Spurs, lads. Um, Fiona's suggesting Lucy to start, maybe get, mm. yeah, get 60 minutes, bring Tobin and Kristen on as impact subs, Katie to get more minutes. She will need uh, Namrata, we hope so. Mm. I don't think that's possible because she was nowhere yeah, near the I've bench. Heard that. I've heard that. I mean, yeah. we, we assume as well, though, in a way, that the injuries that, that have kept some players out of the last two games, yeah. that there is recent enough to keep them out of maybe the next two games as well. Yeah. For all we know, actually, what's keeping them out is because they're on the end of the recovery still, where it's just that point where they can't be... It's not right enough to risk them, but you know, like, maybe like Lotta or, you know... Are you being overly optimistic here, Shane, that we're going to have extra of, of course I am. Of course I am. So, Casey said have... that. Potentially they might. They said potentially they might, so. We need bodies back. We do need bodies back. And hopefully if we don't get them, at least for Spurs, we'll have them for West Ham. Because there is then, guess what? An international break after that. Hurrah! We haven't had one of those for a couple of weeks. Um, so that should at least give us an opportunity to... Because we've got a tough run in November. Yeah. Very, very tough run in November. Um, That's where we need the bodies for. That's definitely where we we need the body. Um, yeah, Heath and Press won't be going to the US camp, so they can stay here. John Fry, this is one of the things we've discussed. How will Amy Turner manage? She can't play three games in a week. I think she's going to have to. That's the that's the problem. Unless Haley Ladd goes back. Um, El Don makes the point that we like. Scrap <laughs> that. Um, so. In terms of the squad, we're probably looking at something in the team, probably something similar to today, with Galton and Hansen starting, I would suspect. Um, there were people today who didn't deserve a place in the team on Saturday. It's difficult because they will have to be chosen. And I'm not here to dig at people. I'm not here to name names. They will know they underperformed and they will know they need to step it up. Now, your thoughts on Spurs in terms of how they've started and what to expect from them? I think they'll be disappointed with the way they started, especially that Arsenal game in the FA Cup. Um, I think Alana Kennedy, I know everyone talks about um, Alex Morgan, but... Oh. Sorry, for me... Kennedy is you the are. best one. Sorry, yeah. Uh, for me, Kennedy is the best one. Uh, yeah. She scored a free kick today. I think she's strong in midfield. She'll, well, potent potentially she'll bully us, you know? And that's what, I just don't know. You know, she'll be like, they'll use her like the uh, thing you used furnace today. And, uh, you know, 
we used to look at going to games and think Haley's going to bully them, and I just struggling, yeah. man, struggling. But that's the one to watch for me. Not not Alex Morgan. Even if Alex Morgan does start, great for her. I think let's look out for Kennedy. I know Fingy's saying Anna Philby, but no, it's Kennedy for me all the way, and she's going to be the one. Players that Jake likes. We've got Kurt concerns yeah. over. I mean, for, I mean, if 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 for example, these people Anna Philby, Josie Green, and all this, I mean, I mean that those were the players we were beating in the championship. Come on, man, you know, and yeah, yeah. we're not beating yeah. Shane, your thoughts on, on Spurs? Well, if I'm thinking right, tonight was their first win of the season. Um, I think they they drew drew their first loss to Everton, I think, and City in the league, and they lost to Arsenal in the cup. So, have we seen what they're probably fully capable of? No, because similarly to us, they've brought players in who won't be fully match fit already. So their influence isn't going to be as great as it will be in say two three months time. Um, that said. You know, where United and who doesn't love to <laughs> get one over on us. So, you know, there's, there's always a bit of a game raiser there from opposition. Um, I mean, look, I, I stand by what I said earlier. If you asked me this morning, I'd have said, oh, we'll win. You know, I'd have, I'd have been confident enough that we'll win. Now, I'm, I think we still will, but I, I don't think it'll be as plain sailing as I'd like, to, like it to be. I'd like to think we're going to start better. I don't think we've had a really confident fast start. Mm. I know we've we've scored early goals, so that sounds a bit of a ridiculous thing, certainly we, against Birmingham. But, but we, we I, have kind of been second half FC. Yeah. Today mm. the exception. And we just weren't any time FC today. Um mm. I think we were dressing room FC. That was probably our, our safest bet. <laughs> But in terms of our second half performances have been so much better. But I think with the players we've got and the, the, the go on now. Yeah, I can see you're itching to say something. Go on. <laughs> Sorry. No, but that's the bubble burst then, isn't it? Because yeah, we were second half FC. We just thought, oh, well, we'll cruise it, you know, we'll do it in the second half and this and that. Bubbles burst. Wake up from the start. Not, not, uh, no, no whole match performances. Uh, Jake wants to know: Should he just start watching on the second half? Maybe, maybe. Go and enjoy your Saturday morning, Jake. Maybe <laughs> is it half one? Um, have a cup of tea and a lotus biscuit. <laughs> oh, definitely have a couple of lotus biscuits, Jake. Jake. Um, Russo is on number nine this Saturday, not Ross. I, I think if people are fit and if there's players in that position. I don't think we're going to need to put a striker out on the wing. Um, yeah, I think we've got to get into them. We've got to be fast and we's got to build confidence. Uh, Eldon's saying we're going to win. 3-1 or 4-1. Um, I prefer it to, to that. Yeah, I, I kind of like I prefer it to nil. I'd, I'd, I'd like another clean sheet if we can at some point in the league. That'd be nice. Um Okay, so uh, I'm just. I, 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 oh, Jake. Yeah. Um, Fiona makes the point about Jane Ross lack of commitment. In all honesty, 
don't think she was alone today. There was one point where the ball was put across the box and Jane didn't go for it and we weren't complimentary. But she wasn't the only one that seemed to have a lack of commitment at times. So I don't know how much more you can say about that. We, we I mean, go like on. Jane would have missed that with fans in anyway. So there you go. <laughs> but Jane Ross is nowhere near our team, I don't think, if everybody's fit. No. We've got, I think, at least four players that are ahead of her. Um, and I suppose we made that point before. Fiona's saying a clean sheet to book confidence. Absolutely. I think the defence looks shaky. And I think it's probably our weakest area of the team. It's also the one we all identify as needing to be strengthened in the summer. Ne and we're already looking to next summer. But regardless of how we finish this the year, we need to work on that defence. It is not adequate for what we want it to be. Um, mm -hmm. There's no depth in it as well. That's the other thing we need. Namrata's uh, going for a 2-1 win to us. John Fry says 3-0. Um, too easy to blame Jane Ross? Yeah, it is, but... It is easy. Today, today yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's pointed. Um, stronger centre-back. Yeah, I think Jake, Jake says he thinks it'll be quiet. It'll be tight. tight. We're a tired squad. That's the other thing. We've not been able to rotate, so we'll be tired. Come on, Jake. Let's be confident. <laughs> confident. Um, you both predicted I, I, I think that match today has broken, Jake. <laughs> He's usually the one we go to for optimism. <laughs> I mean, I watched I was on our watch along and, and people who were there obviously know it, but we, we do Barmy Army watch alongs and I looked at Jake a couple of times. And I just noticed, and Jake, I'm sorry to say this, the smile was disappearing as the game was progressing. And it's how we all were, because I was also noticing that other people were getting tetchy. But, Jake, we rely on you for, oh, he said it there. Jane Ross's number one fan. Even he was blaming her. Everything um, that can go wrong has happened today. <laughs> Fiona reckons 10-0. Sorry, 3-0. Um, you know, right now, we take anything. We take anything that constitutes a win um, and anything that's three points. But I think what we need after today is we need to see a good performance. We need to see a joined-up team performance with passion. Because if nothing else, what I take from today is without the fans, the players lack a bit of passion, I think. Mm. And that seems a strange thing to say and a slightly arrogant thing as a fan to say, but... I wasn't seeing it at times today. Um, Nat, we're coming up to time. Nat, you'd be happy to know your favourite player scored a couple for Durham. Are you happy about that, Nat? Death Apple, yeah, I'm all right. What's Fingy doing? That's what I want to know. What's what's uh, Birmingham doing versus Blackburn? What's Birmingham? Uh, I think I don't think they've not long started. I don't think. Mm -hmm. Who are they playing, Nat? Birmingham and Blackburn versus Birmingham. This is Nat, who's a big um, fan of anybody. Yeah, but I want to know how our little thing. Birmingham are the new lone FC. No, not Birmingham. Blackburn are the new lone FC. So basically, is this Wardy versus lone FC for you? Yeah, this is it. Who do you want to win? Lone then? FC versus Wardy FC. Who, who's your preference? Lone FC. Damn right. I thought, uh, I thought you were going to say draw, Nat. <laughs> Nah. Can they oh, Maria to score. 
that's Nat's intention. That that really go for it. Um, Nat, final thoughts, final comments. We're coming up to an hour. Uh, anything you want to add? It's like we say, we played Bristol, right? And we dropped a stinker. We've played plenty of games and we've dropped stinkers, but we've been there to tell them that it's a stinker to the face. And just we've been there after the next game supporting again. And I don't want to blame it, but, you, you know, we need to be back. But you shouldn't need us to know that that was a stinker and to know that you need to come back 10 times stronger than that. And I want a fast start. I want goals. I want, you know, if, if, if Casey's gone in there, rattled them up. And, I mean, she should have been rattling them up at second half and God knows what we saw. But... I expect Casey to rattle them up even more. And you know what? I want them to look at some of this stuff. I want them to watch this because it hurts everyone. You know, people are saying, oh, they're posting stuff on Instagram, they're posting stuff on Twitter. But, you know, it hurts, man. And they need to know and they need to bounce back. And, yeah, that's it. But then if you'd given me a defeat now or a defeat on Saturday, I would take it the way it is, potentially, because we need to... You know, we're behind, man. We're behind. And I just think you can't afford to drop points in the Never pull that. <laughs> no. I'm just serious, though, about this top three. Because I think the defence isn't good enough for the top three. And, you know, that's that. But if we're serious about getting it, you have to win every time. Just win. Thank you. Get the three points. Um, I kind of agree in a way, though, Shane, with Nat, because... We can still qualify from our group. And if we have to have a kick up the backside, and besides, there's no Liverpool fans to gloat. So it's absolutely fine. Shane, um, <laughs> your final thoughts. Small mercies. Yeah, your final yeah. thoughts. I think, yeah, I think that covered most of it. You know, come out on Saturday and show us that today was a big blip. Come out, play together as a team proper joined up performance get at them early get goals in first half put the game to bed mm. so that you can go off and, and have your rest for all the key ones and get some other people on for some minutes for the second half I'd love to see you know a similar start to what we had last season but put the ball in the net this time <laughs> you know 10 minutes in 3 nil. I'll, I'll, I'll have that but not over 10 minutes, we've had 10 shots and not one of them's been in yet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was a funny game last yeah. season. Saturday, it's, you, you've just proved today was a blip. Proved yeah. that you give a damn enough that today was that, was that much of a blip. Definitely. Well, let's hope. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that next week, myself or Mark will be back on here just to discuss how that game's gone and also to look forward to an international break, which we so enjoy. Um, now... Shane, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Um, thanks, Nat, for jumping in uh, for Jake. Uh, thank you to everybody who's watched, who's sent, who's sent comments. Um, if you haven't already, like, share, subscribe, get on board. We're here every week. We also do our fan cams after games at the moment. So, um, yeah, be a part of things. Shane, we'll give you 50p for the meter, and um, we'll see you all next week. <laughs> Take care. Liverpool are running my lights. <laughs>
That's why yeah. two o'clock podcast when Jane's on. Can't do evening. <laughs> yeah. Good night. <laughs>